Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Michael Mashey Show. Broadcasting from our studios on the beautiful island of Anguilla. Michael is the director of entertainment for the Cuisinart Golf Resort and Spa in Anguilla and the owner of Michael Mashey Entertainment Agency, which has provided quality entertainment since 1985. To join the show live, call us at 516-418-5590. And now, here's Michael Mashey. Well, hello and welcome to the Michael Mashey Show. This is Michael Mashey and we are broadcasting to you live from the beautiful island of Anguilla. And of course, I'm joined by my lovely wife and producer of this show, Blanca. Hello, Blanca. Good afternoon. Hello. Good afternoon, everybody. And and today we have a fantastic, fantastic guest for the show. She is the winner of the Broadway Award for the best show called They Wrote the Songs. She's one of the most exciting singers on the scene today. We have mm-hmm. the fantastic, the talented Julie Budd. Julie Budd, how are you? How are you, everybody? How are oh, you? Welcome. Oh, Thank you, Blanca. It's how so you great doing? to have you on the show. It's great. Well, you're sure you? in a nice spot, you two. I mean, you, <laughs> you, know, you picked a great place to do a show. Oh, yeah. Well, it's a you wonderful join place. you got to be here live with us. I should now, be. that actually. would be nice. Yeah, for all of us. <laughs> Got it. That would be great. Julie, it's, it's such a, a, an honor to have you on the show today. And you've just, um, you've just had a wonderful career. You have a lot of fans out there. We actually have some callers, by the way, so we're going to get to them in just a few moments. Uh, for those of you that would like to join the show, it's, uh, you just call 516-418-5590, and you'll be able to talk with the talented Julie Budd. Julie, I've got to ask yes. you a question. You okay. started your career very, very young, correct? Yes, I did, yes. Yeah. Was it 12? I started when I was 12 years old, yeah. My and, goodness. Well, you know, it's funny. You know, some people say, was that good? Was that bad? I think it was great because mm-hmm. I, I was able to receive my training at a very, very young age. I, I learned privately. I learned by doing shows. I learned by growing up in the industry just mm-hmm. from being around everything. Um, it was, it, you know, it's funny. My parents never wanted me to be in show business. They wanted me to go to college and, <laughs> you know, after college, maybe decide what I wanted to do, you know, that whole thing. But I, I'll be honest with you, with all, with so many of the kids getting in trouble, not knowing what direction they wanted to go in, uh, mm-hmm. floundering around, I always knew what I wanted to do. And I really think that that kind of passion focuses kids and keeps them out of trouble. Absolutely. Absolutely. I- I agree with you. Um, yeah, when, when the arts are so important. It r- really and is. And I was focusing toward a goal, you know. I really was. And, right. And that was important to me. And it was as if I didn't have any time for anything else, you know. And I wasn't the kind of kid that was hanging around with nothing to do. Right. Right. You started your life with a career, whereas many people try to figure it out and then develop skills later on in hopes of being successful in a given career. But you started it early. And I was very so early. Right. And, I was, and Blanca, yeah. I, was, I was training very early, too. So, mm-hmm. you know, my days were filled with school and training and going in and out of the city and balancing my life. And, 
And it's interesting. I learned how to multitask at a very, very young age. I learned how to deal with pressure at a very, very young age. And and I'll be honest with you, I think it's really served me in my life. Of course. I'm sure it has. I'm sure it has. And you're the embodiment you know, of success. You've had such an amazing career working with so many incredible people. And just it's it's impressive to both of us. And my husband's an entertainer. I'm an entertainer. And when you're speaking of how you grew up in the industry, it's it could be our story as well. It's, it's sure. entirely sure. apropos for people who are entertainers and have the blessed fortune of beginning early. I think it was the greatest thing that I began early. Now, you know, I don't mm-hmm. recommend it for every kid. Sure. You know, everybody is different, but it really was a wonderful, wonderful uh, path for me, you know. Now you well, let me ask it, you. Though. So I have to ask you. So you're 12 years old. What yeah. happened? How did, how did you get into it? You know, it's a crazy story, but all lives, <laughs> <laughs> lives are crazy. All lives are crazy. All lives are wacky. Um I I used to go to sleepaway camp. I was a typical okay. New York kid whose parents sent to the sleepaway camp. Did you they, like that? Did you like camping? I hated it. I hated oh, it. Oh, I, I hate camping, any kind of camping. Well, yeah. because we're artists. It's, it's itchy. We don't want to go to yeah, itchy it's places. it's hot, no air conditioning. Julie, Julie, this i got to ask you a question. Blanca, this is not for us. Julie, no. you've, heard the, you've, you've heard the expression happy camper? We're not happy campers. Right. Wait. No, oh, the, we're, ha- a, a happy we're happy campers. A happy campers. <laughs> we are a happy not camper. happy campers. A happy camper is one that's leaving the camp. <laughs> Thank you. So, In a D.O. dress. Sorry. In a D.O. dress. Continue. This is how we leave camp. <laughs> but, but I have to tell you, my parents were great. They got me out of there. It was like escaping Alcatraz, I swear. I had gone to camp for like five or six years, and, I mean, I was maxed out. And the funny thing is I have two sisters. <laughs> And they were like camper of the week, camper of the day. They were rowing boats. They were fabulous. And I was laying on my bed weeping like Olivia de Havilland in a movie. I mean, it was hilarious. And I just had to get out of there. And my parents got me out. And then they they took a cabin, a cabin. It was a beautiful hotel room in in a beautiful <laughs> resort. So they were roughing Tamarack it. Lodge. Oh, they were loving it. And and <laughs> they put me in camp, believe it or not, day camp there. But but it wasn't sleepaway camp, so I was happy. I found good, out good. <laughs> when I got when I got up to the Catskill Mountains, I found out that there was a talent show, and ah. I entered the talent show. And there was a man who was running the show, and I actually owe my entire career to him. His name was Vic, Vic Minow. That was his name. He's a wonderful Vic man. Minow. Vic Minow. He was an ex-prize fighter. I mean, go no. Oh. And, and he was what? running the, the shows, and he told me about a man. His name was Herb Bernstein, and he said that he was a big producer. He was producing Laura Nero and the Four Seasons, and the Happenings, and John Denver, and Tina Turner, and all these people, and and Dusty Springfield, and Leslie Gore, all these people. He had sold 40 million records. And he said, you wow. really have to get to know who this man is. And I found out where he was staying, and I bugged him and bugged him and bugged him to come and hear me sing in the contest. And lo and behold, wouldn't you know he did? Oh, that's, and that's amazing. 
It's an amazing, crazy story. And I can remember, Blanca, when I was walking off stage after doing my number, he was standing right in the wings waiting for me. Wow. And, you know, I still work with him. Oh, that's wonderful. All these years later, he's he's my musical director. That's, that's incre- you know that's that's divine intervention right there. Oh, yeah, you know it. You know it. That yeah. is so true, Michael. And you know my new CD, Remembering Mr. Sinatra. We produced that together, and we also produced. They wrote the songs, and the new classics. We produced all of these CDs together after all these years. And, and let me tell you, oh these goodness. CDs are wonderful. Um, oh, I hope while you're we're enjoying on- them. I yeah. really am. Well, listen, I've been a Sinatra lover all my life since I was a kid. I, I always say I was born in the wrong era. You know, I, I wanted. To, I, I wish I was feeling. around in those days. But well, you um, know, Michael, I was really lucky because I got to work with Mr. Sinatra when I was 16. Mm-hmm. And that's what an opportunity. I know, Michael. It was wonderful. It was a wonderful time, and that's why we decided to produce the CD because. You know, being the year of the centennial, we figured, okay, you know, there are so many people that, you know, are going to produce centennial CDs. But the difference is, is we really knew him and we worked with him and we we did the concerts with him. So it just seemed like a natural tribute. Sure. And you can find this, these amazing CDs on juliebud.com, J-U-L-I-E-B-U-D-D dot C-O-M. And you can also get them on Amazon. And you can get them on Barnes and Noble and CD Baby. We are on every online uh, retailer, so you could you could buy these anywhere. Well, yeah, and and let me tell you something. Those of you out there, you do need to get these. They're beautiful arrangements. The orchestration's wonderful, and of course, Herb did a your voice is job. beautiful. Thank beautiful. you. I understand Listen. we have some callers. We do. I was just going to say, let's yep. take a caller because they're on. They're patiently waiting on hold. <laughs> I know let's they see. are I believe... patiently waiting. <laughs> I am hoping. I'm hoping this is uh, Barbara Brighton from Las Vegas. Do you know Barbara? <laughs> Hi, Julie. Hi, Barbara. How are you? You'll never, hey, you'll never Barbara. reach Hi, Michael and Blanca. <laughs> Hello, Barbara. How are you? I can't sweet? hear Barbara. What was that, I Barbara? I have, I, yeah, I have chills listening to you and remembering. How we met, and before I have to say hi to Michael and Blanca, and I'm so proud of what you're doing. Wherever the heck you are, Michael, you, <laughs> you are out there. I'm so proud of you. You know, I Thank really, you. you know, it's, well, here's the thing. When you're creative, it never stops. You just keep reinventing and you keep going. No, no, am I right? That is so true, Barbara. You that is so true. You find ways. Yeah, and Julie, I have to say, you're not going to remember this, but I remember we were sitting by the pool in Miami Beach years ago, and we were talking about her being your musical director, and and it was so long ago, I can't remember what hotel you were at, but we were laying by the pool together, and I was relating to you, you know, who I was and what I did at the time when I was living in Miami, which was a long time ago. And I was talking to Richard Skipper last night for about two hours, and he loves you, and he told me, you know, that he's working for you. And I'm just so happy for your success because everybody I know loves Julie Budd. Oh, Barbara, you're awfully sweet. Thank you. Thank you. Nobody says a bad word ever about Julie Budd and what a great performer and what a nice person you are. That's more important than anything that they say nice things about you. you. 
Well, you know, yeah. uh, I, I remember when I was a little girl growing up, Barbara, I remember my yeah. parents always saying to me, you know, there are a lot of talented people out there. And I was just getting started. You know, they were giving me advice. They said, there's a lot of talented yeah. people out there, but you only have your good name. Mm, and that's, that's really true. And that's really true, you know. So many artists you know, today don't uphold that mantra. That's yeah, right. Well, they're, they're in another you zone. Know? But I remember yeah. what, what, what my mother said um, when I was growing up and wanted to be a singer, performer, actress, comedian, whatever the hell I do. She said, never <laughs> lose your, never, well, I don't know who I am. Well, never lose your humility. And She's I right. I never forgot that. Yeah, I never That's forgot right. that. That's and, right. And I and do believe that the am, audience, you know? the audience can tell the difference. And people are sensitive. And mm-hmm. I think that they know if if you're real, and they know if you really love what you're doing. Barbara, you're so sweet yeah. to call. Thank you. Well, Julie, I just go back so long ago, and we haven't talked in so long. But I finally remember laying in the chaise lounge in Miami Beach, and you were talking about Herb, and it was early in your career, and I said, well, let me call in because I know Michael and Blanca so well, and I miss you guys playing we in Miami. We miss you too, Barbara, and we're happy you for too. your success in Vegas. Well, come to Vegas and see me. I'm the number one Joan Rivers impersonator. What can I tell you? Can Outside we talk? Of Frank Marino. Yeah, well, there's only Frank Marino, but he's a guy, so I have no competition. That's right. Thank God. Barbara, God thank you so much for calling. You're welcome, baby. I miss you guys. I miss you playing piano for me, Michael, and San Clemente or wherever the heck we were the last time you played with That's me. That's right. Where were we? In Orange County? I am trying somewhere. to Remember? remember? It's been so long. I remember. You gave of yourself. <laughs> no, that's the good you. part. And you got a you got a couple of gigs. I was so happy that you That's did. right. That's right. Oh yeah, I do remember that for for sure. But th- thank yep, you so much for calling and the we best of luck to you. The movie oh, production. You Okay, okay. So and shall I hold good. on and listen to the rest yes. I'll listen to the rest of the show. Ah. Okay. <laughs> thank you thank so you. much, Barbara. All right. I love you guys. I'll put you on hold, Barbara, so you can hear the show, okay? All right, can we talk? Can we... <laughs> we, 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 have, we have another caller, don't we? We have yeah, a we lot of callers, Julie. Oh, my goodness. Um, talk to our friends. Let's did. talk the to our friends. The board is just lit up let's... with all your lovers. Uh, let's talk to our friends. I love that. I don't know yes. who's who, but we're going to take this call. This is from a 917 area code. Let's see who this is. You are live and on the air with Julie Budd. Oh, hello? Hello. Hello, welcome to the show. We are here with Julie Budd, and who is our caller? Uh, This is Justin. Hello, Hello, Justin. Justin. How are you? Oh, Julie, Julie. Oh, it's me, Justin. I always come. I've known you since I was a teenager. I always come with my mom. She wrote you. Oh, of course, of course. Rainbows make me happy. You know, (laughs) Justin. I have to tell you that beautiful art piece that you gave me is in my breakfast room. Oh, I remember. You know, I, I called to say that, you know, I, I'm 36 now, and I was a teenager when I found out about Julie Budd, and I, I've seen her so many, many times, and she is the nicest, nicest, above having the most beautiful voice in the world, because she's been so nice to me through the years. Every well, Justin, time. you're easy to be nice to. You're a <laughs> delight. You're a delight, and so is your mom. Thank you. I I love you so much, Julie, but I just wanted to, your fans to know that 
you're just such every time I email you on Facebook or anything, you always get right back to me and you you just really made me feel so proud to like be a fan of yours because you, you made me Aww. feel like such a, a part of your world and you know, and it's just very touching how wonderful you are to your fans. And, uh, Thank you, Justin. Well, I have to tell you so something. Precious. You have been such a support. You know, I have to tell you guys that every time I have a project that's coming out or every time I tell my friends about something that's going on, Justin is always there to, like, cheer me on and say, Julie, you can do it. Because Justin that's understands. Amazing. He's very, very sensitive, and he understands that it takes a lot of guts to do this work. And I always oh, yeah. appreciated that about you, Justin. Thank you. Oh, thank oh. you, Julie. And um, I look forward to when you're back in the Metropolitan Room or I'll be seeing you. I know you're normally there in the fall. And Yes, yes, sure. And do remember me to your mom. Tell her I send my best. I will, I will. She loves you, too. Thank you, sweetheart. So Thanks precious. for calling. Thank no you, Justin. Problem. I'll put you on hold thank so you, you can Justin. hear the show on the phone, okay? Okay, thank you so much. Thank I'll you so you much soon. for calling. Thank you. Well, how, how about that, well, Julie? I mean, you have some man. wonderful fans, wonderful we fans. Should. Let's take another call because, you know, I, I really <laughs> yes. love talking to them. They're very, very important to me. You know, I, I really like to connect with them. Here we go. We're going to go to, let's see, uh, 212. That's New York, isn't it? Yep, that's yeah. New York City. It, that's right. All right. You are live on the air with Julie Budd. Who's on the phone? Hello. Welcome Hello. to the Michael Mashey Live Show. Who do we have on the phone? Hey, Julie, it's Bruce. Bruce! Oh, Bruce. Bruce. Hi. So fantastic. Listen, let me tell you something about this man. He is brilliant at everything he does. And <laughs> and he protects me when I go on all of my gigs. Between him, Ronnie Glick, and James Hom, I've got the dynamic trio. How are you, honey? That's, That's amazing. Wonderful. I'm okay. He's I'm, terrific. I'm good. I'm good. I definitely wanted to be a part of this. Well, I'm sh- I'm sure glad you are, Bruce. Thank I'm you. Sure I have two questions for you. Yes, what's that? First question is, what was the Sinatra family's reaction to your successful CD? You know, Bruce, that's a fantastic mm. question. I was yeah. very fortunate. It's sort of bittersweet, you guys, because prior to his passing, I would say just a few months before, mm-hmm. I received the most touching letter from Frank Sinatra Jr. And he wrote me uh, an exquisite letter uh, praising the CD and thanking me for sending it to him. And he was such a a gentleman and a consummate artist. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. And Nancy, of course, I sent it to Nancy, and she's always such a lady. She's Mm -hmm. always, always been. You know, his whole family, his kids are wonderful people. You know, I haven't had the pleasure of knowing Tina, but Nancy and Frankie Jr., God bless us all, just a wonderful, wonderful family. Thank you, Bruce, for asking me that. Thank you. That's a great question. I have another question. What's that? Real quick question. Based on the success of your CD, are you thinking of possibly doing any other tribute CDs down the road? Actually, I am thinking of a concept tribute CD. It's not actually to an individual, but to a a very specific genre. It will be dynamic. 
I'm hoping it will be. I'm hoping, you know, it's it's kind of like, you know, Brucey, it's kind of like what I said to Justin just now. You know, you do this work and you do it on yes. a sort of wing and a prayer and you hope that you're connecting and doing the right thing and you yes. never know until you put it out, you know. Right. Yes, I just got to say one thing. If anyone hasn't been to the Metropolitan Room, it is probably one of the greatest venues in New York City. Oh, I agree. And the fact that you're there is so wonderful, and to see you up there, it's just mind-blowing. Well, thanks, Bruce. You know, it's been such an honor. They've made me their resident celebrity artist, and um, so I'm there a lot, and I really appreciate it. I love when you're there, Brucey, because you're my good luck charm. There you go. So I'm going to have to go back again. (laughs) (laughs) Got tons of calls. I'm going to hang up, but it was nice chatting. Love to you. Really nice having you on the phone, Bruce. Yes. Thank you so much for calling, Bruce. I'm going to keep you on hold if you want to hear the rest of the show. You can hang up too, but I'll keep you on hold, okay? Okie dokie. Thank you so much for calling. Bye bye, sweetheart. Okay, bye bye. And wait, there's more. We have more. We have another New York call, 212 area code. You are on the air with Julie Budd. Who are we speaking with? It's, are you there? We are here. Yes. Hi, Julie, it's Ellen. And Ellen! I have, hi, honey, I have a question for you. Um, yes. I know a lot of callers are calling up and talking about themselves, but I want you to talk about your experience is such a wide breadth of some of the greatest people in show business, aside from Mr. Sinatra. Yeah. Who did you enjoy working with that were icons of the industry? And do you have any behind-the-scenes tales you can let your audience know about? Well, there was three people, Ellen, and thanks so much. She's so lovely. Uh, she's such a brilliant woman. Um there are three people that come to mind. The first person is Liberace. The second wow, person is yeah. Carol Burnett. And the third person is Danny Thomas. Wow. And they all have individual attributes that were remarkable. Liberace was the most loyal friend and the most knowing grand performer I ever. I learned more from Liberace than you can imagine. Carol Burnett is the ultimate lady and she knows how to run a business and be a fine person at the same time in an industry that can be brutal. She's always maintained her humanity. And Danny Thomas was the most generous human being, started Mm. and founded St. Jude Medical Center, which today is still founded by his daughter, um, Marlo Marlo and they and they are saving thousands and thousands and thousands of people little children a year so mm-hmm. these were these were my mentors and these were the people that I looked up to and I loved Liberace uh, I was I was dear friends with Liberace from the time I was 17 up until wow. the time of his death he took me to London with him, to France with him. We went on an American tour together. We played Las Vegas together. He knew my family. We were uh-huh. dear, 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 dear friends. And, of course, Carol Burnett. I did her, her. TV show, and I wound up uh, subbing for her in Las Vegas with Jim Neighbors. And uh, uh, Carol Burnett is, is one of the smartest and one of the most capable knowledgeable performers uh, is a person truly as a person mm-hmm. you'll never know anyone finer and then of course Danny Thomas who 
believed in me and was a dear friend and protected me. We don't even have a long enough show for me to tell you <laughs> the personal uh, homage that I could spend thanking Danny Thomas for the things that he did for me in my career. And the thing should be writing he, a memoir. Well, I actually <laughs> we should, we should so, be reading a memoir too. I'm working on it, Blanca. It's All been right. taking me forever. It's been taking me forever, <laughs> as Ellen can tell you, because she knows me so well. Because of my running around, it's been so difficult to finish the chapters, but I'm I'm finally winding down on it now, yes. Ellen, oh, thank you so much. Thank you, We Ellen. love you, Julie. You just keep singing. You're an angel. Thank you, Ellen. Thank you. Ellen, thank you for great, for great, great questions, too. I'm going to put you on hold as well if you'd like to continue listening to the show, okay? Of course I would. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you, Ellen. That was nice. Shall we take you another call? Dynamite friends. Yes, I'd wow. love to. Thank you. Okay. They're, and they're giving some great questions, too. Okay, oh, we're going yeah. to go to area code uh, 302, 302. And you are on the air with Julie Budd. Who are we speaking with? Are you there? Hi. Yes. Hi. Who's this? Hello. <laughs> Welcome to the Michael Mashey Live Show. You're on I the hear- air, and Julie Budd is here. <laughs> Who is this? Hello. Yes. Hello. Are you there? We are yes. here. Can you hear us? Yes. What's your How name? Are you? who, are we, who are we speaking to? You're speaking to Chess. <gasps> Chess! Oh, you <laughs> sweetheart. How you know my friend Chess? produced a show for me, actually two shows for me, in the Delaware area. He is a wonderful, smart, sensitive artist himself, but he's a marvelous producer. How are you, Chess? I'm fine. I'm in uh, Myrtle Beach for a week. Oh, you Ah. are. (laughs) It's such a beautiful area. Enjoying South Carolina. Yes. Yes. Yes, very beautiful. I had a question for you. What's that, sweetie? Did you have a happy birthday? You know I did. You know I did. And tonight, Richard Skipper is taking me out for another birthday celebration. Can can you believe it? I am going to be waddling around New York City. I am eating too much (laughs) birthday cake. I am telling you something. Oh, wonderful. Next time I get up, we'll have to do drinks or dinner or something like that for your birthday. Absolutely, honey. You call me and let me know when you're coming in town. I'll make time. Okay, well, you take care and enjoy your music all the time. I'm listening to it. Oh, honey, I hope you love the new CD. Oh, it's wonderful. Every friend I've played it for has just loved it. Oh, God, and for all listeners, I just want them to know it's called Julie Budd Remembering Mr. Sinatra because we are remembering him, and we're remembering him personally. Yes. And you know that, yes. Jess. I, I know you yes, know that. Yes, I do. Yes, well, you, you guys do. have fun, and I'll let you go. Thank you, darling, and thanks so much for calling. A big hug. And thank you for holding, too. We know we've got so many callers. That you guys are oh, such great all... people. Oh, yeah, that's all right. It was my pleasure. <laughs> thanks, Chad. Oh, thank you, thanks so much, okay. honey. We'll keep you all on right. hold to listen to the show, okay? Okay, please do. All right. Wonderful, wonderful Julie, people. Julie, I have a song that I want to play of yours, but we do have one more caller uh, on hold Let's right now. They've call. been on hold for nine minutes. If you well, then imagine. we have to take our caller Let's and take we that have call. to take this call. Yes. So this caller is coming from area code, let's see, 561, and you're on the air with Julie Budd. Who are we speaking with? Hey, Julie, it's Rob Russell calling. Rob oh, Russell! Oh, my goodness! <laughs> How oh, are you? Rob. 
It's so great to talk to you. Good to talk to you. I'm loving the the whole story. I love it. Oh, I mean, honey, thanks. Your career, I remember Merv Griffin and all the shows and how wonderful they were. And we watched and, you over and over again. It was so fabulous, you know. And you know, Rob, now they have this Get TV where they're rerunning all the Merv Griffin shows. And every now yes. and then, you know, I pop up and I go, oh, my God, there I am with bad hair. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no! Never, you always looked great. And always, Hollywood. always sounded great. You know, always, oh, always. Thank you, sweetheart. Thank I, you um, so much. I loved when Mike Douglas used to come here to the Royal Room. Oh yes. And, and come see you and talk about you and, you know, he was one of your biggest fans. Also, another one that was. You and know, one just, of the nicest people, Rob. One yeah. One of the nicest. You know, I'll tell you something. He was a very rare person because he would during the day tape the shows and, you know, do his whole showbiz thing. But boy, oh boy, after 4 or 5 o'clock, he went home. He was the family man. He put show business behind him, you know? <laughs> yeah, I he, always he loved was, that about him, you know? Yeah, he was such a nice, kind man and, uh, Wasn't you he? know, Wasn't just he? terrific. But we're excited about your new album. It's fabulous. Congratulations. Oh, Rob, thanks Keep so much. Keep up the great work. Keep singing and... Uh, <laughs> Oh, you know, and it's, you know what I love, I got to tell you, is now with this YouTube, I just was going through something the other night and I watched one of your performances, I think it was maybe in Vegas or somewhere, but right. it was so good. And the fact that, you know, I'm trying to get the young kids to see the Great American Songbook and all of these mm-hmm. great sure. songs. Well, it's and interesting the- you should say that, you know, that's why we did They Wrote the Songs, because They Wrote the Songs is the new American songbook, Elton John, The Beatles, right. Mm-hmm. Right. Eric mm-hmm. Clapton, because, you know, someone's got to pass the baton to that new generation. Yes. Th- they do. I actually did something for the Mabel Mercer organization, and all I said was, close your eyes and pretend it's 1940, and I proceeded to sing September Morn. Oh, hello. <laughs> Which Neil Diamond wrote and is a great song, but everybody at the end of the night said, What was that song? It was so beautiful. Yeah. So yeah. I always say the yeah. American songbook is expanding now. I, I agree with you, and that's why we did that project, because it's very important not to be a dinosaur. If you're going to pass the baton, you know, you have to expose it to a new generation where if they get exposed to it, they love it, you know. Mm-hmm. And and you have to make it palatable to how they hear it today, and I think you're absolutely right. Right. New and arrangements. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and the choices yep. doing Neil Diamond. What a great yep. choice, you know. Yeah, I, I think they were... The crowd loved it. I think the organization was a little shocked at first, but <laughs> they liked the response that the crowd gave the song. And at the end of the night, that's all they were asking about was that song. So it showed me something really, really, imp- you know, that well, this you know, you have given the expanding. royal room. You have given the royal room such. He, he, this man is such a diamond yes. because if it weren't for Rob Russell, I don't think that room would be anything what it is. You are the royal room, Rob Russell. <laughs> well, thank you. That's you know, I truth. love it, and I love the music, and I love the people. And we, just and we like you do, we perform you. every night, you know. It's so it's so yeah. beautiful. Well, they're mm-hmm. lucky to have you, sweetheart, because you are a very special person. You really well, are. Well, thank you. You are, too. And I'm so glad I got to talk to you and uh, love you and love Michael. Michael's a terrific guy and a great musician and talent himself and Blanca. So good to talk to you all. 
Thanks so Bye. much. Talk to you, Rob. I'm sending You're you a wonderful. big hug. Thank you, Julie. You take Aww. care, and we'll see you soon, okay? Okay, darling. All the Come best. Thank you for calling in. I will. Awesome. It's taking so long. All right. Take care. Take care, Rob. Bye-bye. Rob Russell, he's a, he, you're, you're absolutely right, Julie. He's a great guy. I, I used to work there yes. at the Colony um, for, for a few mm-hmm. years, and he's, he's wonderful. He really is. He is, he he, is really the yes. heartbeat. He's the heartbeat. That place would never be what it is without him. Mm-hmm. I agree with you. I agree. Hippies Julie, I want, to, humor. I want our listeners to hear you sing. So I have a song uh, from your Remembering Mr. Sinatra, a fantastic uh, track. Can I play it for you? Oh, yeah, yeah. And are we going to chat with Richard Skipper after the song? Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Okay. Okay. So here is Julie Budd with a fantastic rendition of Frank Sinatra's The Best is Yet to Come. fantastic rendition of that song thank you we had fun doing that i can imagine nothing like a great sinatra song it really really well well the way that you jazz it up i really love that that's just 
can't help but move around, you know, when you hear it. I know, right? <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I hope beautiful. that I hope that you know all listeners will love it. They they can go to Amazon, like I said, or any of the online buyers, and it's called Remembering Mr. Sinatra. Fantastic. Yes. Be sure, Thank and you. also on iTunes. Uh, yeah, like you said, Amazon, iTunes, and even on your website too. I, okay, let's go. I want to go to this other caller. Oh, my goodness. Yes. A 212 area code. They've been on for a long time. Let's see who oh. this is from 212. Who are we speaking with? You're on the air with Julie Butt. Hello? 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 Who's calling? You're on the air. Are you there? Maybe they're Do not there. Have, they may no, not be there. Maybe, they... maybe we lost them. All nice. right. Going, going, and Gone. Okay. Well, I'm going to put oh, them back so on hold sorry. just in case they're still call listening. Call back. We're so sorry. Definitely call back. <laughs> How many amazing callers? And you know what? The poor, the poor person. They were hanging on for such a long time. They did I too. Know, they, were I just they were on the. I'm really like the sorry. Of the well, show. we'll check back and see if they're still on the line. But um, now I believe we're going to go to the one and only Richard Skipper. Is this Richard? Yes. I'm here. Welcome to the show, Richard. Well, this is yeah, I, I just love sitting back and listening to not only these incredible people that are calling Julie, and I want to say to Chaz, who's out there, he's in my hometown, Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. So uh, please give my mom a hello, tell her I love her, and and everyone else in Myrtle Beach. I Great. think so I think that Chaz there. is still on the line. Chaz, are you still there? He's probably there, but it's you know, hard he's to probably so. there. Chaz? <laughs> Maybe he has it on speakerphone and he's listening to the show. <laughs> it could be. Well, I hope okay, so. but go ahead. I hope so. Sorry about that. So go ahead, Richard. Well, no, you, you know, I, first of all, Michael, thank you f- so much for giving Julie this platform today. Everyone knows that she's such a phenomenal singer, but our friend Ellen, who called in earlier, Ellen and I were talking, Julie is such a great raconteur, and I would love for her to do an evening, as much as we love the singing, just to sit and tell these stories of mm-hmm. all these people that she's worked with. And there's so many things about Julie that her fans uh, – may not know, uh, her friends certainly do, she's exactly what you see. She ha- There's no pretense at all with Julie Budd. Um, her parents, uh, one thing that Julie didn't bring up, I know that her parents told her, once you get out of line, it's over. That's and right. Julie towed the line in this business. Not only is she a consummate professional, to, and she takes time with every single fan that comes to her shows, She wants to meet them. She is very hands-on with her fans. She is on Facebook and Twitter, and she wants that connection with her fans. Uh, And there are very few people in this business who have this incredible – she's a mensch. Well, thank (laughs) you, Richard. Mm -hmm. From one mensch to another. Well, Thank I have to you. tell you, and she oh, makes my oh, life oh. so easy. It's—I mean, doing the work for Julie Bud is the is the easiest thing in the world. All I have to do is say, "Would you be interested in interviewing Julie?" And before I can get out, they go, "Bud," and she's got an interview. <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> well, I, got well, I have a press—I have a press agent that gets the job done, so that's not too that's bad right. either, you know. <laughs> Right. That's saying something, too. So I'm going to go. I'm going to continue listening, but you've got a lot of fans out there. Listen to them. And, Julie, we're going to have a great dinner tonight. 
I look forward, sweetheart. Thank so you so much. Thank you, Michael, and thank you both you for doing the show. <laughs> thank you, Richard. I'll keep you on hold so you can listen, okay? I'm still listening. All right, my friend. Richard's Thank fantastic. You, Richard. Richard, Richard's the reason why you're here because, you know, we kind of connected with Richard, and he's just a great guy. We talked yesterday. Richard and- is so bright. Richard is oh. so bright. And, you know, one of the reasons why I love working with him is he's a wonderful businessman. You know, in, in a year's time, what he has done with his business is remarkable. But I have to tell you, he comes from the art side as well. So he, he really does know how to do this. He knows mm-hmm. he knows what it takes and he knows what it puts you through, you know. Sure. Mm-hmm. Well, I have to yeah, tell you, this, Julie. This industry definitely takes your energy and it 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 can be tough. A lot of people it's don't have that It's a very tough ability. industry. You know, Blanca, yeah. it's a very interesting thing that you you note that because so many parents with gifted children get in touch with me. You know, mm-hmm. I teach here in New York as well. <clears throat> oh, that's and, wonderful. Yeah, I, I have a handful of special students and. And people come to me and they say, oh, you know, I have this gifted child. Blanca, you really hit it on the head because what they don't realize, it's not so much, and it is, of course, the innate talent, but yeah. but you have to be able to live this life. It's it, a very it specific kind. Yes, it's mm-hmm. a very, very specific lifestyle and a kind of person that can do this. It is not for everyone. Right. And, ta- you know, someone should write a book called Talent is Not Enough. Because it's it's That's a, a great difficult title. It is because and it's true because it is not it is not just about the talent, but it's all of the other elements and details that go into what it is to do this work. And and not everyone can do it. Right. A lot of that's why a lot of artists that are in the industry somewhat implode yeah. once they reach that stardom because no one prepares these young people for that mass attention and the amount of... And the of pressure, and the pressure that yeah. goes on them at a very, very, very young age. Very sophisticated. Yeah, yeah. And that's kind of, you know, I, look, I had very, very stable home life. I had very stable mm-hmm. parents. And I started very young, and I learned very, very young. And I had the personality for it. But not mm-hmm. everybody does. Some people are very ultra-sensitive. You know, you look at a person like my mother. My mother had the most glorious vocal instrument. I've never heard a voice like my mother's, but my mother didn't have the emotional component to be in this business. If you said to my mother you didn't like her, she would cry for a year. She was ultra-sensitive, and it was very difficult for her. You know, it would be impossible to sustain a career where, you know, you weren't a little tougher, you know? Mm -hmm. Sure. Yeah, it can't affect you a person's opinion of your work, you have to just be able to say, uh, you know what, I'm going to go ahead and pick myself up and reach that but inner not strength, everybody can. Conduct, not everybody conduct the right. divine, and, and move forward. But you and I can. But, but you know, there are ultra-sensitive. My mother was ultra-sensitive. It would have derailed her, you know what I'm saying? And, sure. And, and so, you know, talent is not always enough. Sometimes right. there are other elements that have to enter. And... And so I tell parents with gifted children, really know your child. Be very careful because be careful what you wish for. It could really, if they're not the kind of kid that can deal with the rigors of this industry, let them just enjoy it on their own. You know, leave them alone because it it can destroy a person if they're not the personality type for it, you know. Right. Right. Now I have to tell you, Julie. And a lot of parents 
do want their children to be in the arts. They do want for them, oh, let's get them an agent. Let's, how do we promote our kid? But you know what? For you, it was so natural. You, you, you know, had that Blanca, inner drive. I chose it myself. No one yes. pushed me in. And I think that's, that's really the defining difference. The defining mm-hmm. difference is it was really my choice. My parents were worried as hell. You know, they, sure. they, they didn't, you know, they, what did they know from show business? Mm-hmm. All they knew was that people got in trouble in show business. You know, they were worried. Yes. You know, and, uh, and it was really my determination and, and they're standing behind me. But believe me, I did not have showbiz parents. And I was very right. grateful for the fact that I didn't. I mean, for heaven's sake, look what happened to Judy Garland. Look what yes. happened to all these kids. They just we were just reminiscing about Judy Garland yesterday and, you know, how, how she passed away at only 46 years old. They destroyed you know, that's them. Tragic. They destroyed them. Totally mm-hmm. destroyed them. And you know what? As much as we love Judy Garland and as much as we loved what she left the world in terms of her legacy, truly in terms of her personal life, mm-hmm. she would have been better off if they would have left her alone. Right. Right. You know? Yeah. Because when you think about how they abused these children, you know, all these children that worked in films, Jackie Coogan, all these mm-hmm. these children Absolutely. where there was, a, there was a law named after. It's called I had to right. have that law when I was a child actress, and my trust fund was reserved as per the, of course. the, the, the statutes of the Jackie Coogan law, thank God, because, you know, my parents were not great money managers, but thank God for that. Uh, that law, yeah. which, you know, I had something when I was 18 years old and, and was able to move forward with that. But, you know, it's an extensive history in the entertainment Look, when I worked on world. the set at CBS, when I had my CBS contract, when I was a kid between 14 mm-hmm. and, like, 18, you know, um, listen, they had uh, a, a, a guardian on the set for me. They made sure that I went to school three, four hours a day, every single day. They made sure my dinner was served at a certain time. I had to be right. off the set after like eight o'clock at night. I had to be off the set, and right. they couldn't and they couldn't call me in before ten o'clock in the morning. I had to go to school. I mean, look, you know, they really. Yes. But prior to that, these kids had no education. They worked right. them 16, 18 hours a day. They put right. them on pep pills. They, I mean, it was yeah. it was a disaster. It was mm-hmm. a disaster. All those kids from our gang and all those shows, they, you know, they had rough lives because no one looked after them. Thank goodness right. that, that wouldn't have happened to me because my parents would have stepped in. You know what I'm saying? Yes. But not everybody had parents like mine, you know? Right. Right. Well, I have to ask I you. So you're 16 year old. You're 16 respect. years old, and you work with Frank Sinatra. What was that yep. like? Oh my goodness. <laughs> well, you know, by then, I know it sounds funny for me to say that, but by then, I was pretty much a full-fledged professional. I had been working in the industry four or five years already. I had mm-hmm. been on every TV show that you could think of. By the time I met Mr. Sinatra. I had done an enormous amount of performing. And I came to Mr. Sinatra as a real professional, you know. Mm-hmm. But he, right. was, he was wonderful to me. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, the show really, like I said before, it's not long enough for me to tell you, um, you know, all the details. But 
he was truly terrific to me, and I learned a lot. I learned a lot about life, and I learned a lot about the inner workings of the industry when I worked with Mr. Sinatra. I learned some technical things. I learned actually more technical things from Liberace. But I used to sit and watch Mr. Sinatra every night. So my personal uh, absorption, my personal experiences watching him work taught me a lot about how to sustain your instrument and a lot of technical, a lot of technical things that, you know, the performer would really benefit from. I learned those things from Mr. Sinatra. Right. Hmm. And you must rest your instrument. You have to. It's so Most important. people push so hard, training, 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 but they have to realize they must rest their vocal cords, rest Absolutely. their bodies. And it's not very go out demanding. after shows. And, you know, yeah. you're like an athlete. You're really like an athlete. And mm-hmm. the ones that don't behave that way, they don't last. I always say that when they don't behave, they're out of the show more than they're in the show, you know? <laughs> That's true. Because, you so know, true. they don't, they can't sustain. And eventually, you know, the promoters don't want to work with people like that. Mm-hmm. Right. Because they can't too depend much risk. on them. Yeah, way too much risk. Of course. Mm-hmm. Of course. Now, you've also been in the movies. Uh, you were in The Devil and Max Devlin. And you yes. worked with the, fan, with the great Marvin Hamlish. Yeah, and I worked with Marvin in concerts for seven years. Wow. Yeah, we did symphonies together. He acted as conductor, and I was guest artist. It's so funny because, you know, Marvin called me. I was away on vacation. I was up in the Berkshires, actually, and um, I, I, got a, I picked up my messages once a day on my cell phone, you know, and there was a message on my on my home machine, and it said Marvin was looking for me. So I called him back. I was up at the, at the Berkshires, and I said, Hey, Marvin, what's going on? And he said... You know, I have a little one-off, you know, it's a one-nighter, but it's going to be nice, Julie. It's at the Kennedy Center. I said, oh, I'd love to do that. He said, yeah, it'll be with the uh, with the National Symphony Orchestra, and I'll conduct it. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, it was lovely. He said, I'd wow. love you to come and, and be my guest vocalist. I said, great. Blanca, it started out as one show. It wound up lasting seven years. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Up- I know. Wow. We wound up up going on the road together for seven years, on and off, for seven years. That's amazing. Wow. And it was from, we met doing this little movie for Disney, you know, years and years before. It's funny how things happen, and, you know, you never know why you meet people or where it leads, and and it became a 30-year friendship at the end of the whole thing, you know. Well, we believe that the hand of the divine has... A great orchestration, orchestration for everything. Every well, moment, all so the orchestration. We don't control anything, my love. We don't control anything. We like right. to think we do. We like to think we do. Right, you know? God well, laughs at our plans. It, what what well, is the old Hebraic uh, saying from the from the Torah? It says, uh, "Man plans, but God laughs." God laughs. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Well, that's right. I would like to play for our listeners a wonderful song, and a lot of your fans are, this is one of their favorite songs. It's from that movie. It's a beautiful song, and it's called Roses and Rainbows. And, Written uh, by we're Marvin play Hamlish and Carol Bayer-Sager. Carol Bayer-Sager. Take a listen, friends. This is a wonderful song.
That's why I wanted to play it. I hope that's great. You know, it was such a requested song that I wound up um, designing an entire CD around it. You know, I had recorded it when I was at Disney working with Marvin for the film. 
And then years later, it sort of developed this sort of culty following. And I'm really talking years later. So friends of mine and fans and all these folks, Julie, you've got to do this, you've got to do this. I was getting hundreds and hundreds of requests. So I thought, oh, all right, you know, I'll, I'll record it as a single. And then my my fans said, we don't want a single, we want a CD. So I wound up recording a CD called The New Classics, and I wound up putting it on that CD. Well, you know what's I neat about an that entire, song? I designed an entire CD around one request. <laughs> hey, that's how it happens you sometimes. You keep your fans happy. It is. You are it is. professional. That's it's not exactly well, a know. simple song. It's not a simple song. It's a complex song, and I love that. Yes, it's an interesting. It almost reminds me of like those were the days. Exactly. You know, but That's I think what I was it's thinking. even a, a little bit more complicated. I think you're right. Yeah. Now, um, I have to say, uh, maybe a couple weeks ago, I saw you really do keep with the times because I saw that you did a Facebook live stream. And you yes. invited some fans to go on. How did you like that? And do you think that's really a new way to reach our fans or reach your people? And so how did you like doing that? Well, you know, it was Richard Skipper that told me to do it. You know, Richard okay. Skipper tells me everything. If Richard Skipper says to me, you know, wear, wear red and black today, then I'll wear red and black today. <laughs> you know, I listen to whatever Richard Skipper tells sure. me to do. Because he's really, he's, he's very bright. No, seriously, he really is. And um, he, he said to me, you know... I'd really like us to think about reaching out to people in in a whole other way. And I said, well, what do you mean? And I wasn't really aware of how it worked. But now that we've done it, and and it was such a positive experience between me and and the followers in my career, God bless them, um, we decided that we're going to do it once a month. It's going to be like a little series. Yeah, it's going to be Chat with Julie. And it's, we're going to do it once a month. That sounds live, great. Yeah, it's live chat with Julie, and, and we're going we're gonna, to – we just finished it last week, and we're going to do another one in June, and we'll do another one in July. Well, we'll be, we'll be sure to share that. I'm sure you'll promote that on Facebook. Um, and Absolutely, people can follow you on sure. Facebook, too. Mm-hmm. So we'll Absolutely. be watching. Oh, we'll be thank watching. you. We'll be, we'll be watching, and we'll be chatting with you. <laughs> You guys, you've now, been so delightful. I feel like I know you for years. That's how uh, we you, feel. I don't want to hug you. That's how you are. You, you're a wonderful person to talk with. I, I do have to say, mm-hmm. we have one caller on the phone. Um, oh, I, yes, I hate yes. to leave anybody out. So we are no, going to close yes. up the show soon. But let's go to this caller. And you are live on the air with Julie Budd. How are you? Who are we speaking with? Hey, Michael. It's Ed Marshall. Ed Marshall, how are you? Hi there, how are you doing, Ed? Well, not great. I just came out of the dentist, but I couldn't resist telling you how great this show sounds. And Julie, thank you. Julie, you do so well with interviews. You should have your own show. Well, thank you so, so much. I hope you did well at the dentist. Oh, yeah, that's okay the motion right there. He's calling <laughs> after was... he gets all Novocaine'd up. <laughs> Well, this is this yeah, is what okay. you call the, was, the loyal fans was, because they'll even, they're not right. even call you from the dentist office. I was <laughs> telling awesome, uh, Michael. Awesome. I was telling Michael. I said I don't know if I'll be able to call in. I said, but I'm going to do it anyway. But Julie, oh. you sound great. I love the music, and uh, you're a star. Well, thank you so yes. much. It's so sweet of you to call. Where are you calling from? Los Angeles. When are you coming out here? I really must. You know, I just got back from Las Vegas, as a matter of fact. I know you were there last uh, May. I April, was there I think, just two, two, two weeks ago. I was there. 
and um, yeah. I was at the Smith Center for the Performing Arts. Yeah. And I got to right. tell you, I just love it out there. I, I tell I you, saw some of the, I saw some of the pictures of the, your your uh, stage, but out here you'd be there's so many places you could perform here. Hollywood oh, Bowl. Oh, I love Depends. it. I, I love it out there. Only. I would love yeah, to be there. Pass the word. Pass the word. Julie, <laughs> Ed, is, indeed, indeed. Ed is the guy that did the um, the voiceover for the commercial that we produced for this show. He's the one that yeah, did the voiceover for that video producer. production. Oh, yep. well, uh, it's good Marvelous to be with the creative team. Thank you. Thank you, Thank Ed, you. so much. Oh, it, was, it was a pleasure doing that. That was fun. I put the music together and uh, did the voiceover, which I've been doing for years. Someday I'll be able to speak again when this stuff is out of my mouth and we'll talk again. But <laughs> I just, the cotton I, head. I just want to say that uh, I just want to say I enjoyed the show. I enjoy you. Aww. And as they say, break a leg. Ah, uh, thanks. I'm sending you a huge thank you and take care of thank your you. peace. Take care. I will. Ed, thank you. Thank you, thank you for, you thank you for Ed, ca- practically calling from the dentist chair. Thank you that so is much. Amazing. <laughs> That's really amazing. Isn't that great? Well, That's Julie, I, I have one, one last question to ask you. What's that? Um, the industry obviously is always changing, and yes. no matter how long one is in the industry, we can always learn and we always evolve yes. and we always develop. But Back for those crap. young people, for the young people that are that would really like to get into this industry, what is your best advice on to the young women out there and the young men out there that would like to be singers or just any kind of entertainers? What's your advice? You know. It's a very personal thing you're in a moda. Everybody sort of comes around to these things differently. Um, the first thing is you need to train because the rigors of the industry will hurt you, as we were chatting before, if you're not prepared to do the work. You, you are going to be up against consummate professionals. You know, it's one thing to be the star of your town, and it's another thing to come to New York, L.A., or Paris mm-hmm. and, and, and be number one world-class there, you know? So you've yes. got to really come to the table with craft. Not just your innate talent, but you have to be willing to, to have taken the time and to continue to take the time to really train. Mm-hmm. And the second thing is you've, you're going to have to endure a lot of disappointment and you're going to have to endure being patient making connections going on auditions i always say to young people when i go to universities whatever opportunity that you get to perform and i don't even care if it's a lousy show or a, you could be the great thing in the lousy show you know what i'm saying take yeah. that opportunity to perform because when you're young and you take that opportunity to work, that's how you're going to learn your craft. You learn a lot behind the scenes. You learn a lot from your coaches. They become the stabilizing forces in how to protect yourself. But really in terms of how to perform, the only way you learn that is by doing. Right. Repetition, believe it or not, is the key to how good you're going to be. Hmm. And you've got to go out there and do a lot of shows to really know how to do that one special show. Mm-hmm. And any opportunity that a young person gets to practice their craft, 
I really do encourage them to take it and take it on a constant basis. Any opportunity. You know the old joke. It's the old vaudevillian joke. You know, he loved show business so much he used to get up in the middle of the night, open the refrigerator door, the light goes on, and he does 20 minutes. You know, <laughs> it's the old story. You know, any time you get that opportunity to get up there in front of people, that's a form of practicing your craft. Absolutely. The best practice, I think, it's too. It's the best practice. You You learn under pressure. You learn to apply what you've learned in school. You've learned to apply what you've learned from your coaches. You need to have practical experience. If you want to be a Broadway performer, you better learn how to go out on the road and do those little shows because those little shows are going to take you to those big shows. Right. And I do encourage young artists to train. It's very important to train. And then go out there and work any way or anywhere you can just to get your sea legs because those sea legs are going to take you to the ocean. They're going to take you to the bigger places. You know, people think, oh, it's just a little show. Oh, it doesn't mean anything. Everything means something. That's right. Sometimes you find the biggest agents or talented professionals in those audiences That's right. waiting to snap up new, fresh talent. Well, you know, they do that on all, you know, it's so funny you should say that, Blanca. All of those big shows, Kimmel and Fallon and all those shows, Colbert, they all have scouts that go out in these places and look for people. Sure. They always, they have people out there all the time. Right. So, you know, but even more than that, your career is going to go on for the span of your lifetime, hopefully. You've mm-hmm. got to you've got to get up there and know how to access your instrument. And the only way you're going to know how to do that is by working. That's right. I used to work for no money at all. I used to work hmm. for free. I just wanted to learn how to work. Yeah, yeah. I think we both did that too. That's, yeah, that's, that's when you know you love it. That's yeah. that's when you really are truly in love with your craft. That is true. Because you would do it even if they didn't pay you. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, because you knew you had to. And and you and you also had to learn how to perform. You had to learn how to you had to learn how to host shows, you know? And it took sure. years to learn how to do that. Sure. And so past that, they will know what to do for themselves. They'll know whether they can live in this industry or not. They'll know whether they want to. And you know what? There are a lot of people no one says you have to give up your craft or your art. There are a lot of people that do other things for a living outside of yeah. the business. And and when they get an opportunity, they perform and they have their music. So Absolutely. You know Everybody finds their way. But it mm-hmm. just it's a process. And you have to have patience with the process. And the motivation cannot be for money or fame. The motivation must be to satisfy that desire to perform. Yes, and to love people. You have to mm-hmm. like people. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, you really have to like people. Because they are, they are your soundboard. You know, when my fans call me, I'm thrilled to hear from them. And I'm in show business Aww. since I'm a child. No, but that, that can't leave you. If that leaves right. you, you should really be doing something else. You really right. should be. Mm-hmm. You're right. Well, there, folks, there you have it. If you're trying to break into this business, you just heard from a true professional 
and such a talent. Julie, we're so happy that you've joined us today, and hopefully this won't be the last time. This will be the first of many times that we get to chat with each other. Thank you so much. Well, I hope we'll be pals for a long time. Thanks. You've been so gracious to have me on. I'm already planning what we're going to do when you're in Angola. We can hang out. (laughs) Oh, honey, we will have a good time. My wife, my wife is on the computer on orbits trying to buy you a ticket out here right now. <laughs> Honey, I am there. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Julie, thank you so much. Be well, you guys. Take care. All right. God bless you, dear. Thank you for being Bye-bye. our guest today. Bye-bye now. Bye. Well, there you have it, folks. That's the fantastic Julie. But what a, what a wonderful person she is, right? Oh, yeah. Just, just I feel a spiritual hug. Yeah, she, she's had such an incredible career. Yet she's so down to earth and so easy to talk with and just a friend immediately. You know, she's just a wonderful person. A plethora of information and experience and you can just sense that, that wisdom. Absolutely. Well, I'll I tell you, friends, that they have, um, Julie has a wonderful website. It's, it's simple. JulieBud.com. It's J-U-L-I-E-B-U-D-D.com. On there, you'll see all of her scheduled performances. You can uh, see her CDs that she has for sale. You can read on all of the, um, the incredible career that she's had. There's a video, a, a wonderful video that really shows everything that she's done. Um, so go check that out, juliebud.com. And of course, like she said, her music is available on iTunes and uh, Amazon. She's, she's, she's just phenomenal. So I enjoyed that. Did you? I really thoroughly enjoyed it. So she's amazing. Julie, thank you so much again for joining us. And that is the show folks. Um, This is Michael Mashey live. And once again, we are broadcasting to you from Anguilla in the British West Indies. It's just a 20 minute boat ride from St. Martin in case you're wondering, but um, we generally are on the air quite often, almost daily, but um, we're gonna, we have some other special guests that are scheduled for the next coming days and the next coming weeks. We will be announcing that, but be sure to follow the show. You just go to blogtalkradio.com and you create a free account there and you can follow the Michael Mashey Live Show. And why do you follow it? Because when you follow the show, you'll get an email notification when we're live or when we're going to be having a scheduled episode or uh, when the show is archived. This particular show, if you didn't get to listen to it live, it's archived. You can hear it on iTunes, Blog Talk Radio, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, all over the place. You just subscribe to the Internet Podcast, and you'll be able to hear this show along with many others. But we really are glad that Julie Budd joined us today, and what, what a joy to have her on the show. Folks, thank you so much for listening and uh, joining us here. My darling wife over there, Blanca, thank you so much for joining the show. And we will see you again soon, folks. Thank you. You've been listening to The Michael Mashey Show. If you'd like to promote your business or upcoming event, contact the show at info at michaelmasheylive.com. Go to www.michaelmasheylive.com to follow the show and receive email notifications when we're going live with future shows. Share this website on Facebook, Twitter, and email. You can follow Michael on Twitter at at Mike and Anguilla or on Facebook at Michael Mashey Live. Join us for our next broadcast. Ciao for now.